listening. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Hi. Who the fuck is that guy? Keep on knocking, but you can't come in. And these guys suck. I mean, I could do way better than that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Welcome to the Talking Bluntly Podcast. With your host, Justin Keithley, and me, old Greg Thomas. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the show. show! Nice. Uh, yeah, new intro. Wicked cool. That's going to be the forever intro. So I'm sure you guys probably, I don't know, I don't want to speak to your intelligence, but maybe we change up the thing all the time and you're like, why? Who? What? Po- oh, okay, it's these guys. So I figured... Yeah. Consistency is the key. Now we'll always have hi. hi. So that was good to have old Heathy with us. Whenever they made that meme for... Uh, uh, Masvidal. Yeah, when like, he pulls off his mask, yeah, and he's, he's like, like, hi. He's like, it looks like Colby didn't recognize him until he took off the mask. And he's like, hi. <laughs> My favorite thing in that was we're like, uh, how did Harvey Dent not recognize him when he was coming in there? Did you? Did you? Th- it's just like clown and dog. It was great. I love that movie. Still, my that's still probably top five overall. Just movie. It doesn't have to be comic book. Uh, but like as far as Batman's Dark Knight, still number one. Where's your? What's your favorite? I haven't seen the new one, so I can't call any like. Uh, I don't want to ca- say that one's not number one until I see it. But right now, yeah, Dark Knight's okay. probably number one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, then a close second is uh, the original OG. Keaton one for me. Yeah, and then you could put... Uh, I would put Dark Knight Rises just because they and actually then, had Bane break his back, which is right, pretty cool. Dark Knight Rises and then this new one are like 3A, 3B for me. Nice. So that's how I feel about one it. It's very cool. So I, I appreciate the hell out of it. But that's not why we're here tonight. Nope, it isn't. We're not here to bore you about our uh, Batman opinions. <laughs> yeah. Although we will do that eventually. Oh, yeah. But, man, were we treated to a night of fights tonight? Man, it was all fights, and most of them were decisions. There was very few, like, finishes. We had some submissions, but we didn't have, like, a lot of knockouts. We'll talk about the ones that were. Uh, but, man, we uh, we really did get treated to an outstanding card. The hype was absolutely real from top to bottom. I'm looking up and down this list of fights that we watched, and... Even the ones that weren't super, super memorable were still great fights. Yeah. I mean, there was, uh, looking at the card, you got one submission finish and one TKO finish. That's it. The rest of them are unanimous or split decisions. And decision, we got a few splits. Um, which is crazy. And one split was crazy. There was another one where other people are crying wolf. We'll get up to those here in a minute. But we're going to start down at the bottom with our picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we picked it up at Alexi Olinick. But going like, off. Oh, what's up? But we need to point out the elephant in the room. Uh, Greg did some spring cleaning in the studio, and the picks were maybe misplaced. Okay, so, so we here's don't have a, our real list. <laughs> we Sorry, don't have our I real have list. <laughs> uh, we wrote down our list because we're like, you know, we're officially official, and we're trying to yeah. be, you know, great podcasters and yeah. hosts, and uh, we're getting there. Well, you know, we're trying to be, but uh, <laughs> you know. Greg went in here, did a little cleaning. We took all the trash out here, took all the, uh, cleaned all the ashtrays, you know, yeah. all the kneading that needed done. And uh, he got it too clean, guys. I picked up pieces of paper that had gibberish on them to the naked eye. However, my chicken scratch looks like bullshit to him as well. So, but I do remember most of them because honestly, we did pretty good on our picks. Yeah, I just got a couple like, you know, I changed the main event pick just to be different. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but you were saying about Alexi. All Olenek. right. So we yeah. had Alexi Olenek versus Jared Valdera. First of all, uh, Jared, Jared Valdera has uh, some lovely painted black nails. There's no uh, L in his name. It's just Vendera. Vendera. Oh, why am I putting an L in there? I don't know. I don't Maybe know. it's because he has a pentagram on his neck. Uh, and black devil. nails, <laughs> yeah, which you saw were used when Alexei Olenek tapped him out. Oh, man, dude. Ooh. That guy is like... The he, ageless wonder. Yeah, seriously. 60, 16, and 1. 10 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. And 
and just playing in the heavyweight division, which is people don't punch lightly in that division. No, and the way he he's known for his submission wins, he's the dude who will submit you while you're in mount. He'll be like, oh, check it out, Ezekiel choke. Oh. Go to sleep for Jesus. And uh, he did not disappoint. He went for... Uh, what were they calling it? Were they calling it? It was the scarf choke. Yeah, it was something crazy. But they called it a neck crank at the decision. But, uh, man, shout out to Alexi Olenek getting your 60th. And he's coming off three straight losses. So he's been working like four fights now to try to get to 60. And he got it tonight. Way oh. to go, Olenek. And then he dedicated, uh, he's one of our bonuses, uh-huh. uh, perf- uh, performance bonuses tonight yeah. from uh, from Uncle Dana. Yeah, he did. But uh, he dedicated, his- yeah, the wife. His foxy wife, who was like, "You're damn right, you donated to me. I am your wife." She looked, yeah, she looked like she was either a fighter or a ballerina, but she's not happy about it. Well, she said, "They," he said, "She's the meanest one to me in training." She's like, "You need to work on." Yeah, like, like he just starts. Yeah, she's the one that probably has like, "You didn't clean the dishes," whack, and just like, and, Let, "You hold mitts for me. I'm yeah. going to mess." Bro, <laughs> and she literally didn't fucking hit the mitts at all. No. Speaking of which. In the pregame, Justin pulled it to my attention when they were uh, Till was holding the pads. Oh yeah, for Smash in the pregame, <laughs> he's holding the pads, but then he's kicking Till's bare ass leg. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't see it." It's like, "Fuck yeah, I like these guys," and I like uh, uh, Smash calling out DC for asking him like, "What is this shit with your relation? This bullshit?" And he was like, "What? Our friendship not bullshit. You and Khabib's friendship bullshit." I was like, "Yes, yes." Exactly. Yeah, we're not playing here. I love that guy. Exactly. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's not hating? putting up with it. Why are you hating, big boy? No, just kidding. And speaking of the opposite of hate, let's talk about the winner, and we'll talk about this next fight. Justin, go ahead. Oh, yeah, this next one, I think I didn't, I believe I didn't pick Gall, right? We, but we both picked the old Malo. Okay, so Mike Malo, the Canadian, he's fighting Mickey Gall, and yeah, he uh, sparked Mickey Gall in the first round, and... He, he face planted. Yeah, he fell face first with his hands down by his hips. It was like, that's never good. And it woke him up. He, you know, he responded. He literally, fast. yeah, like Lazarus style. Just oh, like man. he literally got woken up by his face contacting hey, first. That's a great you. You did a Batman callback. Way to go, the Lazarus you're wel- pit. You're oh, welcome. Yeah. Sorry, you <laughs> like that? I do. You're welcome. And I don't think Mickey Gall, yeah, man, the Lazarus Pit didn't. He sat up and was like, why are you stopping the fight? He was like, because you literally took oh. a nosedive into the fucking mat. Like, I'm not going to let you. And honestly, shout out to all the refs tonight. Really did a good job, I feel like, overall taking care of fighters. That was Herb Dean, I think. He's one. Of, I think he's the guy that helped Mickey Gall not get taken out, I believe. I, no, no, it was no, the no, uh, no. Uh, no, Keith Peterson. Oh, okay, gotcha. It was Keith Peter, but... You guys ready to fight? <laughs> no nonsense, Keith. But, oh, man. We'll get into that one here in a minute, but... No, I'm just talking about his voice. He sounds yeah. like he smokes 14 packs a day. Dude, but Mike Blog goes out here, yeah, sparks him, but then it gets real gets real emotional. Oh. It's real emotional, and he brings up... he's uh, He's got a friend whose daughter has cancer, and his yeah. sister's touched by serious illness. Mm-hmm. So he's going to throw his uh, show bonus, which I think he said was like 10K. Yep. And then his win, uh, probably another 10K. But he's going to do half of that, so 10K to... Uh, I'm pretty sure Dana's going to tell him, hey, you keep your money, I'm going to pay it. Well, there's... Maybe. And what's awesome is he's there's... got an envelope of yeah, yeah. The post fight, you showed me that. Yeah, somebody gave him some cash, which is always fun when you're like, okay, yeah, I'll take... Why do you have an envelope of cash it looked like somebody had gotten an envelope and they had passed it around somewhere oh, and they had just been like, make sure old Mickey, Mickey Matt hands is fucking gets his money. But I mean, uh, what was his nickname? Oh, the main, attraction. the main attraction, my lot. Hell yeah. Well, Hey, congrats. That was a good fight, man. You took down uh Mr. Gall. So it was, cool. I mean, it was a, it was a very impressive victory. It was his first, uh, Kind of taste of us seeing him, and uh, hey, shout out to him for getting that dub. How about this next fight? What do you Ooh, think about it? Well, I uh, I thought that I would win this fight, but this is one of the ones that I got wrong. Miss Raquel Pennington versus Aspen Lad and if the I Ageless can, Wonder, also right? Like I Raquel mean, Pennington's been fighting forever. Uh, I think it feels that way, just because I think Dude, she was on the 2013, original. bro. 
Yeah, it feels that way forever now because it was Invicta, and I yeah. believe she was on the yeah she was on the Ultimate Far. She's the one that beat Roxanne. Yeah, in the finale. So it feels that was the first time women were on the UFC, the Ultimate Fighter. I remember. So it feels like it's been forever. But she had a, uh, I mean, she had a great performance against a surging Aspen Lad. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the youngest fighters, you know, on the uh, on the roster uh, at twenty. Seven? Uh, Aspen Lab. It says 27 is... on here, but I thought they said 22 during the broadcast. Uh, you never know with MMA Junkie. They, yeah, uh, let's see here. But, not you know, great at the she, uh, I mean, uh, for some reason they said Aspen Lad switched stances. And it's, yeah, she uh, was fighting Southpaw the whole fight. And yeah, she's 27 years old. So, um, but. This was one of those things where I thought Aspen Ladd was uh, headed upwards. I mean, not that she had a terrible fight, but switching stances, she looked out of sorts. Yeah, it, like uh, she had a lot of movement, but it wasn't like necessarily getting out of the way of the punches. That was the problem. Raquel Pennington, like uh, I think Rogan said it on the broadcast, like if you hit her good, she gets pissed off and cracks you back like four times, and she was doing that, and. I felt like the unanimous decision on that one was pretty close. It was correct because she no, just did more than Aspen Ladd did. She took control of the fight pretty early, and you were just kind of waiting for Aspen Ladd to make that adjustment and kind of come out of her shell, and it felt like it never happened. And you could kind of hear Aspen's going, like, you got to go. You got to get on your horse, girl. You got to go. And it's uh, uh, from Raquel Pennington's post-fight interview. She was like, I'm fighting her, and her cra- her corner is telling her, she's done. She's finished. She's got nothing left. You got it. And she's thinking in her head, like, wow, that's crazy. I'm kicking her ass or whatever. And it was like, whoa. No, I mean, wholeheartedly. Weird. There was a few times we heard that tonight where people were trying to convince people of, like, what we felt the opposite was happening. Yeah, I don't. I'm not acting like I would be a good... Corner man, not at all, but it's just weird sometimes when they're like acting like you're kicking this person's ass, but you're not. Like, I, yeah, how are you gonna tell me I'm kicking this person's ass, but I also need this round? Yeah, like, it doesn't, yeah, these, I don't know. you know what I'm like. There's a, I also understand you trying to instill some sort of confidence in your fighter. Yeah, yeah, I get it, but it just that fight wasn't the, it wasn't that. Like, she was getting beat up pretty good, you know? So, in the next fight, are you ready for this one? This one's awesome. We both picked this guy, Mr. Hernandez. Anthony, he fought a new guy to the UFC who, man, he showed a lot of heart. Josh Fremd, I call him a Fremen because I've read the book Dune and I watched the movie. He's a Fremen. <laughs> but They're very An- tough. Anthony Hernandez seems to, uh, Fluffy Hernandez, first of all, yeah. not, didn't seem to have a lot of fluff on him. Man, he had relentless, just never stopped attacking. It was crazy. One of those, like, they they were talking about that a lot during the yawn fight. Yeah. We'll get to that later. But he was just on him. But honestly, I mean, Josh Friend, he wasn't, uh, I mean, they say he went around in here. I don't know which round that would have been. Yeah. One of the judges gave him a round. One of them was 29-28. The other two had it 30-27, which I agreed with that one, so... But, man, the kid, like, he didn't get submitted, and the guy he's fighting is a black belt in jiu-jitsu. He was tr- shooting up everything at him, so it was pretty cool. We had a few times where there were jiu-jitsu submission artists tonight that had people in the super compromised of positions. Totally. And just could not pull them off, whether it be heart, skill, Luck just really gutting out these crazy performances. Uh, shout out to Josh Friend for making a, a a hell of a debut. Yeah, he earned some uh, definite points, man. He he got it to go to a decision. He didn't win it, but he could have like gave up early in that first round and got submitted because old dude attacked him and never stopped. No, and this wasn't like a uh, like a. Crystal Meth Moicano type O'Malley <laughs> beating, but Hernandez was just relentless on the ground and with the pressure. And yeah. Friend was doing just enough to keep him from sealing the deal for rounds two through three. One through the first round was a little interesting, but you could tell he was uh, this being his short notice first fight. first fight in the UFC, full arena, 
on ESPN, like this guy, I'm going to put him on him early because he's not ready. And he established a pace early that not a lot can keep up with. So totally, I would say keep an eye out for the boy, Anthony Hernandez. Totally. Hashtag Fluffy Hernandez. Yes, great nickname. You got this next fight ending the prelims. And uh, Mr. Old Greg is going to do this one because he's more Irish than I am, I believe. Oh, Ian Gary versus Darian Weeks. And... Uh, Ian Gary's been one of those guys that's been hyped up as the next, like, McGregor. He's very versatile. But what you what we saw in this fight was somebody that had uh, a versatile striking game but was patient. Oh, yeah. They're not willing to, like, you're not going to make a sports center highlight out of me because I get impatient. Yeah, and his Which hands. is one of the reasons why it went to a unanimous decision but did go to a decision. Because Weeks, like, even Gary said it when he was getting interviewed. He's like, man, his where he held his hands was just awkward because he had his face. Like, he was ready for any high head kick, whatever. He didn't care about the body. He was like, you're not kicking me in the face on... He's yeah, speeding. no, you're not. Yeah, I'm. You're not getting me. And you know, Dana said it before. If you're on the prelims on ESPN before a pay per view, and you're at the top of that, you're the main event. Of the we prelim. are trying to get your name out there and see in Gary there. I mean, honestly, a complete a complete performance uh, was you know taken down lightly out of control. Had some clinching. Yeah. But got out of all those situations. It was a good test for a guy that they're trying to build up. They didn't throw him to the fire just yet. Now, uh, that's different than the guy that was really the main event of the fight of, of this card, which we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, I'm 10 fights in. Give me everybody. I give yeah. everybody. Hey, man, so, he's not wrong. So, yeah. But the next, I mean, honestly, and I believe both of us had uh, Ian Gary on this one. So, these uh, last two fights, we've... Uh, We've both uh, nailed. So good on Hell yeah, good on us. Uh, but this is also where us nailing the fights ends uh, for the most part, and uh, we'll talk about that right after our latest installment of Shatter Chatter. Chatter. Welcome to this episode's installment of Shatter Chatter. Woo, hell yeah, guys. We're this week, me and uh, old Greg here have been chiefing on some noble nectar. It's a flawless live resin, and it is made by noble nectar, and it was called unicorn poop. Which, okay, y'all's names are getting a little bit more yeah, aggressive. These, but, these cartridges are getting real, so it's this a uh, half gram cart called yeah. unicorn. Oh, the strain is point, called 0.6 gram. Oh, oh, oh. oh. But yeah, it's a live resin. I haven't had that yet. It does taste more like when we do the dab hits. So I like it. And the next one I'm going to be chiefing on is peanut butter sunshine. So uh, I've shout had out. a lot of peanut butters lately. Yeah, I've had a lot of peanut that. butter strains, and I've had a lot of either like AK or oh, yeah. um, OGs cookies too and cookies yeah. yeah and a lot of cake batters and stuff like that like yeah. a lot of well you said eventually they're going to use numbers they're going to have to I I don't think so they're going to have food and they're going to run out of that and then have sports names they're just going to keep going I hope they eventually use like MMA fighters oh yeah this is some or, John Jones <laughs> yeah exactly this shit will hit you hard yeah it'll knock your Spe- wife out yeah no this shit will make you punch fucking random people or your family. Depends yeah. on how you're feeling or who's close to you when you smoke it. <laughs> also, I am a huge fan of uh, everything that has to do with uh, these cartridges. However, I did see something that caused me like light sadness. Uh oh. There was like this 19 year old kid on the Instagram mm-hmm. running around Texas, doesn't have the freedom yet. Yeah. Holding like carts like this. Oh no. Like 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 a hundred on each side of his head, like like he was carrying a boom box on each side mm-hmm. and had like these huge stacks of cash in his lap. Damn. And like a like and then like a gun on his hip. So like immediately he gets arrested. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. And I was just like What are you doing? Oh, 
Uh, like, there you, yeah. So these kids these days, they want the shine, not the. What did grind. Dad say on uh, Pat McAfee? Dana White was like these goofy, like these goofy looking motherfuckers just don't know. It's true, dude. It's they weird. just don't know. But man, shout out to uh, Oklahoma. Still got it before Texas. Still can't believe it. Yeah, because they call it something weird down there, where it's like. The uh, I can't remember what it was called. I've heard a couple of podcasts that are sponsored by whatever it is, and you're like, "What is this?" It's like it's legal cannabis. It's like what? What? So the government got in the cannabis game in some of these states, and they're making it work. So I hope so. Uh, shout out to Noble Nectar. It is very good. I like it. Can you can you guys just make a gram cartridge for us out there? Like, what's the? Deal? I don't know. Maybe it just gets a. Uh cloudy at some point and they realize maybe that's when uh i've had a lot of cartridge problems in my day oh yeah the last so maybe, one i bought clogged up so maybe they just realize after any more than that they get cloggy and they're not maybe they're hooking us up guys maybe you're looking well, out for us yeah where'd you pick that up just uh green doctor 420 shout out to green doctor 420 for hooking us up with the lord's medicine hell yeah Damn, what was in that shit, man? I never had no dope like that before in my life, man. That's the heaviest shit I ever smoked, man. I mean, I smoked a lot of shit before, man. But goddamn, man, that's heavy shit. Smoke weed every day. Man, I love that ending. Smoke weed every day. Nice. No, and you know, eventually I'm going to get better at this edit game. We'll get the camera. Then we'll have to start on a whole new edit level. But oh, it'll be fun. Guys, we posted uh, our pics also on the uh, on the Instagram. Uh, you did. I couldn't get mine to post. So. You son of a... Well, all right, we're going to have to fix this. But now we understand where they're all at, and we'll be better at uh, getting this stuff done. Mm-hmm. But uh, our next fight, um, Mark the Olympian Madsen took on uh, Vince Pichel. From hell is his name. Yeah, and... Um, his mustache was fucking badass. He looked like one of those dudes that fought with, like, the fist the other way. Yeah, like yeah. Like, the Celtics or, like, fighting Irish style. Like, just looking... He had, like, a Doc Holiday if Doc Holiday was the, just the using his fist. Cookie duster is what yeah. I call it. You know, anytime a cookie's going in, it's that uh, thing's, you know, taking the old dust off of it. You know, how, it's a... Uh, how does he eat cereal? You know, like drinking the milk at the end. What the fuck? A straw, I hope. Oh, because I don't want to watch that. That's fucking terrifying looking. Sounds. It looks like a pool skimmer. <laughs> so uh, this was an interesting fight because Mark Madsen, number one, uh, an Olympic level wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, taken down for the first time. Yep. For and sure. Vince Michelle was not. This was not supposed to be a close fight. No, he was supposed to get you know hand, get his ass handed to him, but nope. I mean, he Mark Madsen won probably all of the rounds. However, Fish Michelle is probably one of the most aggressive, man, mannered fighters. Fucking talking shit whenever old dude almost got clipped. He's like, "You better watch it, motherfucker." I was like, "Oh, you better shit. watch, motherfucker!" And then, like at the end of the round, he did like the he did like a hip thrust to get him away from him. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it was a hump because it wasn't like nah. Alessandra style, but <laughs> it was like. And then he did like the throat slash, which I don't, I don't know, I don't know if you're allowed to do that. I think the NFL banned it, but they ban a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean it's just the Undertaker. That's all it is. If he oh, yeah. rolled his oh, eyes, oh, that would have been. If he'd have done that, I would have scored him like ten extra points. I mean, it was a 39 year old in Pichelle versus a 37 year old in Matson. That is fucking. And then honestly, like most of these fights, there was a pretty good tempo to it, and yeah. there was not there. Man, tonight. There was not a lot of fights where you're like, oh, this kind of sucks. We had one title fight, but it, it was kind of that way where the boo birds were out. But if you don't like grappling yeah. and you don't or wrestling, uh, you really don't like MMA. You just like boxing. But this is, you yeah. know what I mean? This is different. So, but Mark Madsen, <coughs> uh, Vince Michelle put it on him a few times. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of Madsen getting punched in the face and getting his legs kicked. I mean, he got some takedowns, but I don't. I don't know if there should have been a split decision in this well, card. I Pichel felt like this was kicking him behind the knee. Yeah, but Matson was getting that calf kick. True. So it felt like even when Pichel was like trying to jab him because he couldn't plant that foot, That's true. there wasn't a whole lot on it. But the fact that you get a you know Mark Madsen to the ground, 
What I didn't like, and I mean, Mark Madsen, you're you're an interesting guy. He seems like a Cejudo type. Yeah, kind of. Literally, Joe Rogan's trying to ask you, he's like, oh, like, Pichelle put up a better fight than most people were expecting. Like, what surprise? Literally, this dude could not answer that question. The other thing mm-hmm. he wanted to talk about was, like, how awesome he was. And I'm yeah. like, oh, like... I understand you're not trying to make it look like this dude put a fucking threat on you, but he did. One judge says you lost a round to him, so like it wasn't just as breezy as you're saying. Yeah. However, Mark, check your oil Madsen <laughs> comes away with a dub. And we'll move on to the next fight, which was the top ladies fight of the night. Justin. I went. Well, uh, actually, I figured I didn't go against uh, my Mexican household with uh, not picking Tisha Torres. She's Puerto Rican, so Safe. I'm okay there. But it's Mackenzie Dern versus Tisha Torres, the tiny tornado. And I believe we both picked Dern. And, you know, she, man, that fucking, the, uh, what is it? Is that the, what do you call that? Were you? Oh, she was, she had her in a, um, Kimura, right? Yeah, no. she had Kimura. Uh, Kimura. Kimura. And she's basically all her weights on that arm. Like, it was like, holy so shit. So, literally, what was funny was she was like, oh, literally, I heard you say, like, she, oh, she's going to pull guard, like, the round before when I had her in the same situation. And that literally got me thinking, like, oh, shit, I should pull guard. Yeah. So, she did the whole spider monkey. Man, that was Jumps badass. up and does a body triangle. And tries to lock up a, a, a Kimura, but shout out Tisha Torres for even getting that far because in that moment, that second round, uh, Mackenzie Dern had her in three or four different types of submissions. Yeah, she had her in a lot of danger. That girl is like, she has, what was it, like two minutes and 58 seconds left, and you're like, oh man, this could not be the worst place to be in, but... Yeah, shout out the Tiny Tornado. There was points where she turned her over and she was getting out of stuff, and then there was the like the ankle pick or whatever it's called. It was like, fuck, this is crazy. Yeah. But Dern gets the split decision. This is I, one of the ones that... I didn't think it was a split decision. I thought Dern did a good job of dominating most of the rounds, each round. Yeah. I would have scored it unanimously. However... I don't I don't know what round maybe the third you give her the round, but that's you know, and that's two to one I guess, but I don't know how you would give her two rounds. Yeah. I don't know which two rounds you would have given her to equal it being a split decision. Yeah, I don't know how I mean, I guess because Torres was maybe a little bit more active, but it wasn't like her her, you know Well Dern I give the first two. Easily. Yeah, the third round's the only one that third really one, looked like... Right, so the fact that any judge thought during that fight that she won either one or two yeah. is crazy to me. However, I don't feel like scoring was crazy off. This was one of the weirder ones. Yeah. But the next fight... Oh, and of course, Kenzie Dern wins that split decision. Yeah, so she's now 12-2, and two and she's hollering for another like top five fight, so that would be awesome. So... All right, so who's next for Mackenzie Dern? Who do you uh, let's let's lay out a few some people that don't have fights. Of course, her last loss is to Mariana. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a fight. Whaley. Whaley's gonna fight Joanna. Is that gonna, happening? Yeah, they announced it. It's oh. sometime in I think August. So, uh, I mean, you have Nina Nunes, Amanda Rebes would be a cool match. I feel like. Yeah, that would be cool. But she's calling for someone in the top five. There's not a lot oh, of top Oh, she fighters. said uh, maybe the loser of Rose and... Uh, the, yeah, because uh, that's soon. So she's yeah. not going to... That doesn't put her in a crazy pinch as far as sitting around waiting for yeah. another fight. But And her striking looks a lot crisper than it did when she was first starting in the UFC. So. She did a great job of... <coughs> Tisha Torres, the first round, did a good job rounding out and moving away from the big strikes, the end of the combination, and then hitting her with counters. But once that knee kick was fucking brutal, dude, she She was was trying to kind of stomp the knee. And you know that if you follow close enough, you know, Mackenzie Dern's had knee surgery. Mm -hmm. It felt like. Uh, who's Dern more po- happy, her dad, her husband, or or the kiddo? Yeah, the kid was cool, blowing kisses to this. It was like hell yeah, dude. bro. The the uh, the husband 
I, I need to know. I need to look him up. We need to. I'm going to Google his background. Whether I think he's, he's like, like a, a surfer or skateboarder, he's something. something. But it was super interesting. Like literally looks like sideshow Bob, like yeah. live action style. Man, you get super hyped. I can't imagine being a husband and watching my old lady just get fucking socked in the face. And no way. It's crazy. I mean, just the amount of dedication and the amount of time they're not at the house, but then on top of it, the pinnacle of their performance, work, everything they do yeah. is... The fight. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like rolling in there like, bro, you can't just be hit by my old lady like that. Like, hey, <laughs> hey. Especially well, if it's like Amanda Nunes. Like, she's fucking huge. I'm like, hey, shit. hey, bro, can't be doing that. Like, I just, hey, oh, you gotta man. lay off my girl there, man. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. You're late. Uh, bad, but uh, I'm rooting for her because we need our first uh, first mom, mom, mom champ. champ. Yeah. Well, uh, hold on. Yeah, because, ten, I mean, you can't say Nunes doesn't count. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll yeah. say she counts. Yeah. But, yeah, I first. Uh, she's a mom, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't want to take anything away from it. You raising a kid makes you a mom. I, this is somebody who has a, a, a child that's being raised by oh. a stepmom. However, comma, uh, seeing what pregnancy does to a woman's body, yeah. hormones, everything else, being able to come back from that and then be a champion would be awesome. Would be a different story than uh, some others, but. Uh, We'll say, like, just uh, it would be a huge accomplishment, a feather, a cap, as far as just women's sports. Hell yeah. Because there's been a lot of, like, WNBA players that take years, you know, a year well, off. Uh, what is it? Serena Williams won, uh, whatever, one of the tournaments in yeah, what tennis a, after. Yeah, won a major. Kid, so, yeah. Absolutely. No. And, uh, oh, man. and one of the things I saw that was cool about, uh, mothers and being athletes, I saw a cool video of, uh, what is her name? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner talking about celebrating Mother's Day and Father's Day. It was fucking awesome. I was like, hell yeah. Because there was a guy later. We call him uh, Papa Mama. That's what they call those ladies at work, a Papa Mama. Because you used to be a Papa, and now you're a Mama. And and this chick did this that. on the construction crew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But this lady did that at work, where she was there for our Father's Day dinner, and then she was outside with the Mom's Day dinner, right? And it was like, that's cheating, man. You can't take both. You got to pick one, man. Man, that's that's like that is the most girl. interesting person because uh, Kaylin's anti-gay marriage. Yeah, it's weird. She's yeah. I, uh, it's the most confusing thing of all time. But what's not confusing is this next fight. Go with it, Greg. Oh, literally the greatest fight of the year so far. And uh, this, without a shadow of a freaking doubt, will probably be the fight of the year. However, comma, we're three months into the year. Yeah, we're but four months. Four mo- Fuck me sideways. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> um so, yeah, well, three months and some change. How about that, motherfucker? Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Ah, okay, yeah, anyway. You're right. So, <sighs> Smish versus Gilbert Burns. That was a hell of a uh, And like Dana said, this was literally trending six to eight times the amount of the two title fights. Yep. That's insane because the two title fights are none of these people are slouches. Yeah. There's no one that doesn't deserve to be there. But this is just one of those phenoms. Yeah, he's blowing up, man. Well, the thing is, you asked to fight after, you know, within 10 days. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, Cosmot just blows up. Yeah. I, and, and the great thing is, is that uh, he hasn't backed down from the challenge. Nope. There's not been one person where he says, this is who you're going to have to fight next. And he's like, if that's what I got to do. Yeah. And... I mean, like, he's literally, okay, first fight, these are the 10-day apart, I believe. Yeah, he fought uh, July 15th, and then July 25th, he beat uh, John Phillips by submission. And then he beat uh, Rice McKee by ground and pound in the first round. Like, this, what was it? Going into this fight, he'd literally only taken two shots. He definitely took more than two shots in this fight. He took a lot of shots. However, took them well. Yeah. Wore them, and I mean, he had a cut under his eye. Yeah. How? To, hold on. Shout out Gilbert Burns. I picked you, Gilbert, because I knew you were a beast. Shout out Gilbert Burns. Number one, uh, standing in front of these hype trains. Mm-hmm. When you've been the hype train, yep, 
is uh, is something is something crazy to do because you know we always say like the guys that are undefeated and ladies too like when they get hit it seems like when they're undefeated they take. 15 more shots and somebody who isn't because their pride's holding them up. Yeah, they're trying to maintain that fucking, nope, not going to lose. I got to keep winning. There and was a million questions about this dude coming in, Kamsat, and uh, I think he answered most of them. Does he have a chin? Yeah. Yes. Does his cardio hold up? Yes. Yes. Can he grapple? Can he, you know, scramble? Yes. Yeah. Can he, I mean... He's there is a, a chin underneath that freaking beard. Big chin, dude. He is like I all I'll say is he's definitely a threat to the next guy in line, which I hope it's Colby Covington because him versus Covington would be fucking awesome. So because Oh, go ahead. You got like a, you know, Colby's a nonstop just attacking you. Good luck doing that with that dude because he's all like you I didn't know he was uh whatever, world champion kickboxer and he's a World champion in, uh, what is it, freestyle wrestling. So, good luck, man. And uh, here's the thing. Dad, Dana White, goes on Pat McAfee yeah, on yeah. Friday. Watched, you showed me that. that was I cool. showed, him, showed him, and he's talking about, you know, if he goes through and gets through Burns, I, I'm breaking, you know, and broke the news on Pat McAfee. Shout out Pat McAfee and yeah. the Pat McAfee show. Uh, yeah, he's going to get booked against Covington. That would be fun. And he took a little bit more damage than I think most people thought. Even, honestly, more than I thought he would. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he would mop Gilbert Burns. Yeah, I didn't feel that the heavy favorite that he was was exactly correct. I thought he would probably win, but I wanted to pick Gilbert Burns just because, man, the guy, like, before he lost to Usman, he had won, like, six fights in a row. As soon as he moved to welterweight... Dude started cracking, and I mean, he wobbled uh, and smashed, but it wasn't enough to like really finish. I mean, it, he but... earholed him two or three times, yeah. really well. But again, Kamsat wears it well. Man, I want to see keeps him... going forward. But here's the thing, Dad. Then after the post fight, mm-hmm. says, "All right, so you talked about Covington. This guy, what do you think about that?" And he's like. Phew. I don't know. I don't know if Covington's the move for this guy. Like, yeah, he knows now because I, I think, I think he knew that Burns was gonna do a little bit, like have something like this. But the fact that he wore it, the fact that Dad's gonna pay him mm-hmm. his win money. Yeah, that shit was awesome. Dana well, White does not do that often. Well, it's because Burns is the number two ranked welterweight. No one wants to take this fight. He's like, fuck it, I'll take it. Like, they were talking trash a little bit on Twitter, and he's like, come on, I'll take this fight. I'm going to end the hype train. He didn't, like, end it, but he definitely changed its course a little bit. That's good for Smash. He got tested, and you get to see what he's got in the tank. If he would have walked in there and skull drag Burns, we yeah. wouldn't have the answers. We wouldn't know that he's actually as good as we thought he was. Yeah, we we see in this that he can possibly go five rounds with Covington or uh, Usman in a drag-out war. I mean, it's possible. Because I think Gilbert Burns probably hits harder than Covington, but I don't know about Usman. He's been looking real scary in his last couple fights. Here's the thing is, does Usman's going to come off surgery... And all these other things. So he's he needs time. Oh, yeah. I don't know what Kobe's face looks like after, you know, getting, uh, uh, like, pretzeled, as I would call it. You know, assaulted. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're showing up and you're just like, you know. Hi. <laughs> yeah. You take yeah. the mask off and you just sucker punch him. Yeah. And I don't know. I think there's there's a lot up there. Man, here's the thing. I think... Smash eventually can beat Usman. Yeah. But the fight that I want to see, I think the mega fight to be made. Okay. Smash. Alessandro. Whoa. Two kickboxing champions. Well, he's he's talked about wanting to be a double champion. He's already said after, uh, remember when Izzy lost to... Uh, Imagine how hard this motherfucker hits if he doesn't have to cut. And remember, uh, Izzy versus uh, Blackwitch. Blackwitch ain't no wrestler like this guy. Shit. 
He might just be like, oh, remember what Vittori did to you? I'm going to finish you. Man, and in some ways, Smash feels like a Nunez type. Yeah, Where bit. he just kind of feels like he might just... But... You never know. Usman is a monster. Yeah, I, I think if they were to make that fight happen, Usman would be a slight favorite just because he's a champ. I hope they would do that, but you never oh, know. That's a no, and that's what I'm saying. I, <coughs> if you don't know this about me, I Greggy likes to gamble. Greg, yeah. Greg has a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: I don't know what the odds are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because the hype train is so high. He might be a slight favorite. Who knows? And if they did that, that's just another why, reason why Usman might just take this guy apart. Who knows? So if Covington bitches out, which pressing charges tells me he will do. Yeah, remember, that was the best part of the, uh, po- like, what is it, media day, where he's like, oh, no, they don't want to make this fight. He probably, Dana will go to jail. If Usman <laughs> needs a long time to recover. Man, that would be cool. I hope so. Leon Edwards Smith? Oh, check this out. I think you're right about Leon versus Usman. That's going to happen because Leon was in an interview saying if he beats Usman, he would consider fighting Masvidal even as the champ because he's like, I just got to. That's the only way he's going to get knocked out is if he gets championship pay after he gets fucking smoked. Oh, my gosh. But Usman and welterweight, he's sidelined, you know. We all know yeah. about ACL injuries. You know it's like six, eight months, nine months. Well, he literally, I think he got both knees fixed. <coughs> had, he had two ligaments in the same knee fixed. Oh, okay. Uh, he had his, like, ACL, MCL, and I think, like, some uh, meniscus and stuff. He oh, okay. had it all cleaned up and did all that. But the thing is, I believe his wasn't, like, a clean tear, so it's harder and longer for those to heal than just a oh, clean tear, okay. and then they sew him back up. But... You're going to see a little bit of movement in this uh, this division because we got Vicente Luque, Bilal, remember the name, Muhammad coming up. Mm-hmm. But let's swing over to the next fight. Holy shit. This one, uh, much better than the first one. Uh, there was a few points in this one where I thought it might end like the first one, and that is Aljermaine Sterling versus Petro Yawn. Because there's a couple times you got uh, Sterling on the ground, and he's right there, and you're like, oh, no. Don't do it, Petra. Don't do it. But, hey, Sterling backpacked him a lot. And shout out to Mr. Yon for, uh, you know, not getting fucking choked out. But I don't feel like it's a split decision. No, and, uh, again, Dana White says he thinks the judge fudged this one, and he believes that it was 3-2 one way, and... Most people, the way I, I've i seen it scored and everyone else is talking about it, I really do think that... Uh, I do think that Sterling won. Yeah, the I first, feel like The he first won. round, again, we've talked about that, what, three times so yeah. far, where the first round is really dictating where these fights go. It doesn't yeah. seem like it. It seems like, oh, if you kill it and all this stuff. Like, Well, what I noticed in the first round with Petro, he was fucking loading up, just trying to crack Sterling. He never really hit him. Nobody did a whole lot in that first round, but I don't feel like it was as definitive as they're making it, where it's like, oh, no, it's 3-2. Uh, Jan won the fight for sure. It's like, what? I, I don't feel like that. I feel like round one, man, it's just... My deal with the split decision is when it's like where it just seems like it's wrong. You're like, what the fuck? Like the uh, where was it? Uh, Dern that one. I didn't feel like it was a split decision. This one either. I felt like both of them should have been unanimous. And I feel like we said it's Aljo. The, the first the first round was the one that I think mattered. Um, it was both of them being very calculating. Mm-hmm. Aljo went for two takedowns, both denied. Kind of, you know, and if I will say there's one thing that the champ is lucky that uh, he left the champ because there is that fourth round. He had had success with takedowns the second and the third round. There's Mm -hmm. no doubt. I thought that the second round was a 10-8 round. Yeah. If not that one, then maybe the third. Maybe the third. But the second was actually more more dominant. And I he controlled him for so long in both rounds. It was like, okay, how is this uh, split? No, and I uh, 
There's a lot of people. Bilal Muhammad had it a draw. Whoa, okay. Uh, there's a lot of people that really do feel like... Uh, <sighs> but I think you're right with Aljo. He got lucky in that fourth round because he was just like... There was no combos heading in for the takedowns. And there was a couple times you could tell. He just... I mean, you could see them from a mile away. And... You know, people like Matt Brown is in here where he doesn't think. He's like, there's no way that Sterling wins the first round. Maybe that's a draw the first round. Yeah. Maybe giving him a 10-8 round and then him winning that way in two and three makes more sense for him yeah. to win that way. But, uh There yeah. should have at least been one 10-8 round to him because he controlled him. I mean, yeah, he didn't finish him or whatever, but if you're holding a guy in the triangle for three minutes and 40-something seconds, isn't that like a... Uh, domination, <laughs> dude. And there, I mean, there's a lot of people that's saying uh, uh, there's going to be some uh, some interesting movement. I'm hoping Jan chooses to come back and fight because the bantamweight division is rich. Oh yeah, we have so many killers in the bantamweight division, and that hasn't always been the case. It's usually flyweights and everything else. So kind of, and the bantams usually let you down, but the uh, the depth at, at men's bantamweight, and honestly, women's bantamweight is what as well. But you have uh, Aljo's uh, man, Marab. You have Aldo, Sanhagen, Rob Font, Edgar, Cruz, and Munoz are just the top ten. Man. But you still have Garbrandt and O'Malley and Morales and Asuncion and Vera out there as well. There's a lot of There's beasts. There's a lot of beasts out there. So, you know, let's see Marab versus uh, uh, Jan. Ooh, that would be cool. Let's see Marab, Jan, and, you know, at, I don't you know, I don't know how that works if Marab beats Jan, though, because he's not going to fight Aldo. Or, I mean, yeah. uh, Aljo, excuse me. Who knows? I mean, that, like, that would be an interesting <laughs> fight. Like, especially if Jan were to, like, finish him or something, and then that, like, brings up them fighting again. It's like, oh, shit. That's what I, I mean. He, he said it again. That he was like, do you see yourself eventually having to fight this guy again? Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, Jan is not a slouch. Jan, Jan did a really good job of uh, not getting too into his own head and getting down about losing those rounds. Oh, yeah. There'd be a lot of people that would just mail he, it in. He came back meaner in that fourth round. That than, fourth, well, they told him you geez. need it, and yeah. I was like, well, no shit, because I, at that point, myself, had it 3-2, so I'm thinking he needs a finish, but if I could be honest, other than maybe a few uh, submission attempts, I didn't see a lot of chances where I saw a finish in this fight. Yeah. Both of them studs. Look forward to the eventual rematch. But uh, let's get on to the main event. <sighs> Alexander Volkanovsky versus Chan Sung Jung, the Korean zombie. And can you say 21 in a row? Because that's what he did. The great Alexander Volkanovsky. Man, I'm not a like giant fan of his, but I'm getting more and more a fan because he came back in this fight and looked... Fucking weighed like so much faster and just man measured. He's the definition of like uh, him and Yawn, even Sterling. Sterling, I wish uh, would have worked the jab, but we're on to the next fight. But yeah. Volkanovsky is one of the few guys. You're an MMA artist yeah. where you have everything, even in Ganu, where he's sprawling. I mean, he doesn't have a submission game. Well, him but, taking down Gon, I mean... That's yeah. what I'm saying. He doesn't yeah. have a submission game, but yeah. Volkanovski can. There's a lot of guys that with they're at the top and they're champs. When you look at them right now, when you had like Khabib, you have guys like, uh, what name a few champs? Usman. Usman. Mm -hmm. Right? Well-rounded. Uh, Well-rounded. Pena... She can strike. Oh, yeah. But she can also, like, she'll... Obviously, she'll get you on the freaking ground, too. Mm -hmm. So... Most of the champs you uh, see, Rose, Rose, super uh, well rounded. Yeah, Joanna. Mm -hmm. Oh, the most round, well rounded yeah. out of the women. Yeah, the bullet. The so bullet. Shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when you're looking at champions right now, it's literally who is the most well rounded. Yeah, Volkanovski is one of those guys that shows you. Now, do we get Holloway three? Man, I hope so because uh, as as much as I like the Korean Zombie, he was just a couple steps behind Mister Volkanovski. He just 
Well, he fills in not late notice, but basically, like they had to fill it in because they already had it booked, and they're like, "Shit, we need." And he stepped up, so he knew it was his last chance at a title. And hey, man, he you shoot your shot if you have to, man. And he went out on his shield. You know, he was fu- man. His shit. I've never seen someone take like straight shots and just keep walking. That's why he's the zombie. Uh, and the crowd there in Jacksonville is like zombie, zombie. You're like fuck yeah, man. I I love that a lot of these fights, especially this one. The his corner checks on him. Yeah, he wants to keep going. All right. Oh, shout out Herb Dean. Herb yeah. Dean walks over. Hey. Are you sure you want to? Hey, let's bring the doc in here. Doc, hey, all right, he can follow him. All right, you're mm-hmm. good to go. Volkanovski gets in the middle. Man, are you sure? Yeah. He nudges, at, but, and he takes Herb Dean, and they called it out. I think Felder mm-hmm. calls it out where he's like, man, Herb Dean's like, like a hawk. Yeah, he's if ready. He to. wobbles him one more time, he's calling it. And, yep. and to the benefit of Korean Zombie for the rest of his life, yeah, takes a three piece chicken special, and they call the fight after he gets wobbled. Uh, you know, and uh, hey, shout out for uh, for the health of the fighter and everything else, man. Because that that wasn't always a thing. Yeah, that I like that. It wasn't like oh, they just let him get the shit beat out of him while he was. You know, you could tell he was. I already said he was a step behind, but you could tell he had been getting hit like. And uh, Volkanovski was showing no signs of being like, oh, I'm a little tired. No, I'm going to punch the fuck out of you for the rest of the fight. So, good Korean Zombie you. went away from this. He was using that front oh, kick yeah. to the face. For one round. And it was establishing in the second round. He used it in the second round. And mm-hmm. it established. Uh, it, was a, it enabled him to use some distance. Yeah, it kept him the most safe he was in the whole fight. And I felt like if he'd have left that out there a few more times, he would have been able to to maybe throw a few more combos and keep Volkanovski out of his fucking grill. Yeah, he was, man, like a just a little rugby player coming in to kick your ass. But what was crazy was, you know, Zombie was walking him down, and usually yeah. Volkanovski is the guy that's kind of sharking you down. Mm-hmm. But he knew that that was coming and changed the game plan, and that speaks to the coaching and the way he thinks about it, when you listen to him, when he was on the Ultimate Fighter, yeah, the pregame, all the interviews, the way he talks about fighting, super intelligent. Yeah, he's he said, "I'm the greatest there is. I'm constantly changing, all that stuff." So, Adingo did not eat his baby in this fight. He was able to win. Shout out to my brothers over there in Australia with the Dingo Eat Your Baby podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, real quick. Great, great card, though. I will say, it, you know... Uh, Easily the best card of the year. Yeah, and unfortunately, we're not going to get to watch the next one. Because, live, not live. Yeah, we'll watch we're gonna it the next We're going to come day. in next day, and we're going to do a recap of the next one. Unfortunately, Greg is in a wedding, so and I told other people I'd be there. And then they announced it tonight, and I ran to the fridge, and I had to look at this <laughs> thing that I was already in, and I was like, it's that fucking... Yeah, so... <laughs> Greg says he's going to be somewhere. He says he's going to be somewhere. And uh, sometimes being a man of your word is a pain in your asshole. I'm a man of my word. But I'm a man of my word. Um, man, there were a lot of winners tonight. There yeah. was a lot of big winners. I feel like Burns takes an L, still comes out a winner. Mm-hmm. He'll get a big fight coming up. That's a loaded division. Yeah. We didn't talk about it. Alshermaine Sterling calls out the snake man, TJ Dillashaw. I'm a snake. The snake in the tall grass. So that's interesting. And Dana right away green lights that. Yeah. And I like what Sterling said in the post fight. Like any guy who's willing to take those drugs and shit, he's already on his way out. Or whatever. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. No, like he's, uh, he's already building the hype machine. And I yeah. think that's, uh, that's, uh, that's something that I look forward to him, uh, yeah, shit talking. Him getting fun. into. Uh, real quick, uh, next week, let's just talk about the main event because uh, we'll be talking about it probably either right before it happens or right as it happens or right after it happens. So, oh, yeah. Bella Muhammad versus Vicente Luque. So this is, a, this is a rematch. Yeah, Luque beat him in the first fight by TKO in the first round. So, Well, you've seen exponential growth out of Bilal Muhammad. Yeah. And uh, his stock has risen 
largely, he's one of those guys you look at, I wish, you know, because of Usman going out, man, maybe if Bilal puts Luke out, maybe you let uh, Edwards and him get the fight in instead of the eye poke, you know, because that didn't yeah. really happen. So That would be cool. I You know, uh, Usman being out for a while, and honestly, Dana White not putting an interim in their respect because Usman's yeah. earned... Totally. That right. We already did that that with uh, Covington, and he mopped that fucker twice. Right. So he's not going to do it again, and I think that's that's respect because at that point, Usman had had one, hadn't even defended yet. So Mm -hmm. doing an interim, not crazy, but uh, shout out to him for just letting Usman collect them great monthly champ checks, get better, and, man, that's a loaded division. I look forward to seeing everything else. Yeah. Was there uh, any other huge takeaways you had from tonight, man? What was uh, who do you think really uh, stole the show? Other than we obviously said fight of the year, Smash and uh, Burns. What is your biggest takeaway? You think uh, Dern's striking looks pretty good, so I think she could be a problem for uh, even Rose Namajunas. Possibly, I don't know. I feel like she might go on a tear after getting the title back and beating. Uh, Whaley Zhang twice or whatever. So I don't know. I just thought Dern's looked a lot different striking wise. And she got hit and it didn't seem to bother her. So, well, it's the confidence of which she was throwing her strikes. Yeah. And she was putting a lot, like before she was Wonder Boying tapping you for points. Yeah. To try to give you something to think about so she could eventually take you down and submit the shit out of you. Yeah. But now with this freaking striking she has, it's like. She could potentially your knock face you out. hurts, and now your guards raised, and now I'm spearing yeah. you to the ground. It got you <laughs> down, like man, and really, man, what a freaking card! We a three fight burn smell. Like if we'd have made that five, do we get a winner? Man, that's do they crazy. go the whole five? I don't know. I think Smash might finish him in five, just because Burns looked a little bit more tired. But you never know, honestly. That shit. Because Burns would look tired at the start of the round, and then halfway through the round, he's fucking fired up. So it's like, okay, I don't know. Yeah, there's a there's a not a whole lot of upsets. People are calling the Aljo an yeah. upset. Um, you know there there was a lot of freaking showstoppers, but not a lot of knockouts. Not a lot of lot of left to the judges. And then you're saying the judges we're saying the judges fucked up twice. Yeah. So there's the, what do they call it? Open judging. Yeah, yeah. So what are your thoughts on open judging? Real quick before we get out of here. Uh, I mean, I think it would be cool for the sport, but also, like you said, that maybe if the if the uh, corner knows, it might kind of mess up how they talk to their fighter, but I don't know. And I thought maybe there might end up being more like coasting if you know you're up to. Right, and that's, well, and that's, as a cornerman, that's how I, I don't know why I think about it like that, where I'm, if I'm a cornerman, like the last thing I want my fighter to know. Is that they're winning. Is Well, if it's their close rounds, especially, but they won the rounds. Yeah. I don't want them to be like, all I have to do is just not get fucking murdered. No, yeah. stick to the game plan, keep going. Mm-hmm. I would love if Dana White, because Dana White has seen more fights or like some of the uh, commentators, like let Rogan and let those guys post it too. That would be cool. Well, I feel like, well, see, they have camp allegiances. Oh, that's true. And those are like, I mean, in, <clears throat> not necessarily Joe, but Joe really does his best to try to stay. Yeah, he probably wouldn't want to. In the like, middle. Nah. But I, I mean, but like, I just want to see if at the end of every round, if Dana just put out a score for main events or like pay-per-view, like that would be cool. If that guy has seen as many fights as I know he has, mm-hmm. and he sits ringside at all of them, all of them, like, how are you scoring this fight? And like, maybe he adds a little blurb in there where it's like, yeah, Peter Yan was more active. It was like, you know, just has established more ring control. God yeah. damn, I can't talk for shit. He just established more ring control. So we understand when he gets on the podium later and he's like, he got robbed. You're like, all right, I see what he's saying. He's wrong, but he's like, I see yeah. what he's saying. So maybe, I don't know how you would keep open. Maybe it not be in the arena. I don't know what you do. Right. So I, honestly, I've heard that before, but it's like, I don't know. I think they should worry about paying fighters more and then like, Hey, or but they, giving them health care. So. Well, the the Bitcoin thing is pretty interesting. There's, what, yeah. three winners? I like that. It's yeah. three winners get 60000 Bitcoin, and they'll announce that later. That hasn't come out yet. They've got a... And that's picked by the fans, so that's cool. 
No, for sure. And so what it ensures is people that put on a show potentially. Yeah. There's some guys that's, you know. So maybe you like, even uh, Kamzat will get another 60. Burns and Kamzat get yeah. 60. And Sterling or, you know, Volkanovski gets 60. And yeah. like that that's some that's or some Olenek, he gets it because olenic for 60 dubs yeah. shout out olenic one more time fuck yeah 44 years old 60 dubs mm-hmm. so shout out to you and uh man hell of a card i couldn't be more appreciative uh just of everybody that put just everything they had into making this card just the uh performance and just yeah, man. shout out jacksonville for uh booing and cheering all at the same time tonight. oh my god it literally would USA somebody who's from the USA, but then they'd also cheer like USA, mm-hmm. and then it'd be like Go Peter Young. Yeah. It was like those are the same voices. Yeah, like, do you people not have money on this, or you people don't know how to read? But it's Florida. And don't ask questions. Yeah, could hurt my brain. <laughs> so again, appreciate you guys. I hope everybody enjoyed the card. If you didn't watch, hopefully you catch the next one. Uh, we'll be back for a podcast next week. Justin, got anything coming up? Uh, just April 20th at Kendall's Bar, the big 420 show Ooh. over there. Starts at 7. Be there. Crazy and blazing. Shout and we out. love you guys. Keep on chiefing. Or not keep on chiefing. Remember to rate and review us. And tell yeah. Your rate and review. We're back on the old iTunes. Tell your friends. Uh, again, we want to interact with you guys so if y'all have any recommendations or anything else just send them our way, we appreciate you guys and as always here's the time, keep on chiefing wow, you just I don't know, it didn't sound right, do oh, it again uh, keep on chiefing there we guys. go, I think we nailed it <laughs> thank you for listening to the Talking Bluntly podcast, make sure you rate us five stars on wherever you listen to your podcast again, we appreciate you guys listening and as always Keep on chiefing.